Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Rav Amitai ben Shoshana, Shaul ben Brita, and Lior Gabai ben Michael. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Leah Mincha Bas Yaakov Yosef, Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. Before we begin, today is the anniversary of passing the Yortzite of a great and holy person named Rabbi Sorel Abu Chatzera, known as the Baba Sali. He was a tremendous scholar and master Kabbalist, renowned for helping people and performing miracles. Born in Morocco in 1890, he moved to Israel in 1964 and settled in the city of Netivot. He returned his holy soul to his maker on the 4th of Shvat in 1984 and is now buried in Netivot. In his honor may we merit the coming of Mashiach with the ultimate redemption. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's bow, time is of the essence. Our Parsha has the last three plagues that God struck the Egyptian people with for enslaving the Jewish nation. The first was the plague of Arba, locusts. Swarms of grasshoppers descended upon Egypt and consumed all crops and vegetation. Pari eventually lented and called Moshe to end the plague and stop the suffering, but no sooner had it ended, Pari's stubbornness kicked back in and he refused to release the Jewish people. In response, God struck the Egyptian nation with the next plague, complete and total darkness, Cheshach. The Egyptians could not see for three days, but could not move for the last three days as the darkness became extremely dense. When the plagues of locusts and darkness concluded, Pari called Moshe back and offered to let the Jewish nation leave Egypt, but without their animals. When Moshe finally refused his last offer, Pari sent him away and warned Moshe Rabbeinu never to appear in his presence again or he will be killed. God then struck the Egyptian nation with the last and final plague. Makas Bacharis, the death of all firstborn. It began at midnight and started to wreak havoc amongst the Egyptian nation. And as the death toll rose, Pari himself, a firstborn, ran to Moshe and told him to lead the Jewish people out of Egypt immediately. The Jewish nation gathered their belongings and all the valuables of the Egyptian nation and left Egypt midday in open air on the 15th of Nisan. However, a question comes to mind. Our Torah portion has the first mitzvah, the first commandment for the newly redeemed Jewish nation. Just prior to the beginning of the last plague, God tells Moshe Rabbeinu that the Jewish people shall bless and sanctify the new month according to the lunar cycle. While difficult to see, the Jewish month begins just as the new moon is Neilat, is born once again. But why does God give this mitzvah right before the last plague begins? Wouldn't it have been better to give this commandment before the last plague even was told to Paro or after they were finally redeemed from Egypt? The Rashbam Rav Shmuba Meir, one of Rashi's grandsons, whose commentary focuses on the simple meaning of the text, gives a very interesting explanation. He answers that since the Jewish people were about to be freed, they need to memorialize this date for eternity 
And therefore, God gave Moshe this specific commandment about creating the month and the lunar cycle just as they were about to be freed to establish a date for this freedom commemoration. However, the Sifrono, Revolvadia Sifrono, an Italian commentary and doctor, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He answers that the mitzvah of sanctifying the new month signifies the importance of time. It is a moment to reflect on the past month and mentally prepare and organize yourself for the upcoming 30 days. The Sifrono explains that up to now the Jewish people did not own their time as they were slaves to the Egyptian people. They were told when to get up and when to go to bed, when to work and what must be done, but since they are about to be redeemed, God instructs Moshe Rabbeinu to educate the Jewish people on the concept of time ownership, what it means to be responsible for every second as now they are free to do as they please. Just as we become responsible for our actions at 12 or 13 years old, the Jewish nation was now accountable for every moment of their day. They now had the freedom to accomplish their ultimate purpose of worshipping God, and it was finally their choice for how and when to serve God and the Master of the Universe. But with great freedom comes great responsibility. The Jewish people must take responsibility for the consequences and for the choices of this liberty. This means that they are now liable and accountable for their actions and must take steps to correct misdeeds or mistakes that result from their decisions. By giving this commandment, by giving this mitzvah just as they were about to be freed, God is informing the Jewish nation that from here on out, what they do matters. What they say and how they act can drastically change their future. And now they are finally free to choose God and spread His oneness and holy name throughout the world. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that the one thing we can never get back is time. The clock is always ticking no matter who we are or what we have. Most take it for granted, yet time is the most finite and precious resource we have in this world. The most perplexing part of time is that some seem to accomplish much more in the same 24 hours. And although it may appear that they have more hours in their day, in reality, they just value and utilize every second given to them. The lesson of sanctifying the new month is recognizing that every second we are given is valuable beyond comprehension. We should utilize every moment to fulfill our mission and purpose and create a path for the coming of Mashiach. I will conclude with a powerful quote. Time is the coin of your life. It is the only coin you have and only you can determine how it will be spent. But be careful, for lest you let other people spend it for you. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.